Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Somebody say, when I connect. I want you to turn with me to the book of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. It says this, it says, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. He set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. Somebody say bones. And caused me to pass them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Could it be possible the reason that you're feeling dry is because you're not connected? That we're trying to be self-lubricating. That we're trying to be self-sustaining when no man was ever to be an island unto itself. Not only did, 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 the, did the, uh, the, the scripture mention that the bones were separated and scattered, but it gave the thought to give the detail that they were dry meaning that there was no potential in them. Not only were they separated, but they were lifeless. Could it be the reason that you're so drained, that you're so dry, is because you're trying to do this by yourself. And the, and the Lord said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. And again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord and thus saith the Lord unto these bones. When you prophesy, this is what God's response is. Thus saith the Lord to these bones, and behold, I will cause breath to enter to you and ye shall live. And I will lay sinew. Sinew is, is, is literally tendons upon you. And I will bring flesh upon you. And I will cover you with skin. And God showed me a whole nother revelation about the different levels of connectivity. There is sinew. There is the flesh, which is the muscle that allows the bones to move. And then there is the covering. But we'll talk about that a whole nother time. But, 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 but God said, he said... He said, and, 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 I'll, and then when the full connectivity happens, then I'll send my breath. God gave a distinct order. He said, I'm going to cause the tendons to connect the bones. And then I'm going to cause a muscle and the flesh to get on the bones, which allows the, mo uh, which allows the movement of it. And then I'm going to cover it with a protective layer of skin and once, once all those things are connected together, then you qualify for my breath. 
when you are fully connected to the body then and only then did you qualify for his breath could it be possible that we've been asking for the breath of God but you are limb out here you are dry bone rattling out there by yourself we're asking God, breathe on me, breathe on my family, breathe on my finances, breathe on my body, breathe. God said, I would, but you're not connected. Some of my responses are only when I see connectiveness. Some of my responses are predicated on where I see unity. And if I don't see you connected to something, I'm not talking about your name on the roll at the church. I'm not talking about that I'm just in the body. But are you connected? With the body. I believe many of us are living beneath our privilege simply for the fact that we're attached, but we're not connected. Whew. There's a difference between, between being attached and being connected. Many of us, we make, we accept Jesus as our Savior. And so we're attached. But we don't go to the next level of making him our Lord. That makes us connected. That means I dedicate my life to you. Meaning that it no longer belongs to me. Meaning whatever you tell me to do, you are my Lord. Or we want the good parts of lordship. You're going to provide for me. You're going to protect me. You're going to this. This is your responsibility. But one thing I want to tell you is connection demands contribution. That when I'm connected, it requires that I give something. Now, if we're going to be attached, that's one thing. This, this, this mic that I have on my ear right now, it is a separate entity that functions on its own. It's connected to a wireless pack. It's attached initially, but it's not until I turn the on switch that it goes from being attached to being connected. When things are connected, there is a flow. There is a flow. There is a level of engagement. Meaning that when it's attached to my ear, but it does no good unless I speak into the mic. And, and, and my sound waves then go through the circuitry. And then it's connected to a wireless receiver over there. Then that's the reason you're able to hear it. Somebody say connection. The fruit of connection is engagement. Could it be possible we're attached to God but we're not engaging with him? We're all attached in this building. We're attached by virtue of us being under the same, in the same, under the same roof in the same location. Many people are meeting in churches right now but people are not having a, 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 a full 
quality experience because people are not coming together and engaging. Tell somebody, I don't want to just, to just be attached. I want to be connected. And the fruit of connection is engagement. And when we engage with the Spirit of God, meaning that there is a free flow, that I give, and it shall be given to me. That I sow into a brother or sister my time, my energy, even sometimes my money. Not so that I can hold it over their heads because you're part of the body. And that each joint supplies the strength and the purpose to each other. Now that we know that, I want you to turn with me to Luke 22. Thirty-first verse. This is what Jesus was talking with his disciples right before he went to the cross. And he turned to Simon Peter. He said, Simon, Simon, behold, the, behold Satan hath desired that he may sift you as wheat. He said, but I have prayed for you. I want to extract two things out of the scripture. One, that the devil desires to isolate you. See, sifting means there is separation. You know, anybody ever, ever been out there with some wheat in a sifter or something like that? You put it in and you shake it so that the husk and the corn said that the pure wheat can fall through. Well, God is saying, if that applies to Simon Peter, it applies to you that the enemy of your soul desires to separate you from the body. He knows that if I can separate you, that you will not have the full power and authority because you can't handle this thing alone. And if I sift you, I've got you. If I got you out there saying, I don't need nobody. Last time I trusted somebody in church, they hurt me. Last time I, got, I told somebody my secrets, they betrayed me or they used it against me. Just because somebody did it does not disqualify the, 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 uh, the institution of friendship and connection. You just made poor judgment in who you connected with. We're not going to throw the institution of connection away just because we made bad choices. Anybody ever made bad choices who you connected with? We don't want to have a spirit of fear that I'm never going to trust, love, connect with people again. God said it is through the collective connection with each other that we find connection with him. The enemy desires to sift you as we. The enemy desires isolation. I want to show you a picture. I know it might be a little fuzzy. But does anybody know what that is? Some, some say it might look like some leaves. It might. You know what those are? Those are a colony of fire ants. 
That was a picture that was taken in the most recent floods that they had in Houston. And what fire ants with their simple little minds have sense enough to know, they know instinctively that when they get together, they trade places and they have all that comes out of their glands. And when they get together as a colony or a cluster of ants, everybody knows their job. And some of us are going to go stay on top for a while and we're going to trade out with some of us under us because together we can survive. That a flood that would normally kill me individually But when we cluster together, I ain't got a whole lot of oil in me. I don't have a whole lot of oil in my glands, but if I connect, if I get past my differences with you, and if I connect with the oil in you, and I connect with the oil in you, and when we get together, we can outlast the storm. If we bring what we have to the table together and see the devil trying to say you you so unfit and you so unworthy you know what as a matter of fact he's telling the truth by yourself you can't do nothing but when you connect your strength will cover my weakness and my strength and my knowledge will cover what you're ignorant in and God is never going to give one person everything or we will think we are God unto ourselves we are always going to need a brother a sister And until we get rid of that long ranger mentality, you're never going to come into the fullness of what God calls you to do. Unless we humble ourselves and say, God, I, need not, I not only need you, but I need somebody that you've assigned to my life. God said, you got to connect. Your survival may, your survival may be, may be, may be dependent on the, your ability to connect with somebody outside of you. We don't agree on everything, but we do agree that we want to survive. Tell somebody your survival depends on your ability to connect. Anybody get anything out of this today? Tell somebody, tell them connect, connect. What I want to tell you is not only does <coughs> connection, not only does connection demands contributions, but connections have consequences. Somebody say consequence. Connection has consequences. That who you connected to has an effect on your life. Can anybody look through the recourses of your life and say, it changed when I connected with them? For the worse or for the better? So it's not good enough just to be connected, but you have to have divine connections. 
And I'm going to free somebody in this place. The, the words, this word is going to free somebody in this place. Just because you're attached does not require that you connect. I'm going to say it again. Just because you're attached, some of us have no, no choice in the matter. We can't help who we were born to. We can't help right now what neighborhood we may be in. We can't help right now in this, during our current circumstances even what place of employment that we're in. God told me, son, I want you to control the controllables. There are some things that are not within your purview of your control. But you can't control who you connect with. You can be the son of Satan himself that works right beside me. That don't mean I got to connect with you. That does not mean that does not mean that we have a free flow of you impacting me and me impacting you. Free people in this room. There are some people you are, you are attached to by blood. And you felt the weight of obligation because you're attached. People, people with negative cycles. And people with negative habits that have made it abundantly clear that they have no interest in changing. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you freedom today. You're not obligated to connect any longer. We are free will agents that can make any decision. And people have made their decisions. And we felt false Christian obligation. to remain connected to people who don't want to change. And two can't walk together. Except they agree. It's like, you never seen people in a three-legged race? You see how, how bad people falling down and people flipping over each other? The ones who can coordinate and walk at the same time with the same skip are the ones that always wins the race. The one that comes in agreement is the one that wins the race. So yes, while I do, and my, my overall arching theme is for us to connect with the body of Christ. For us to connect with each other. Somebody say connect. There was encouragement in the sanctuary, not just when Sunday morning from 10.30 to 12.30, that's one way, but there's healing, there's joy, there's encouragement within this sanctuary. There are testimonies that we're not benefiting from because we won't connect. But on the flip side, God said there are some assessments of some of our attachments 
And we need to look at the fruit of our, of, of our connections. And are they fruitful for us? And you have permission to be selfish. You have permission to say, this is no longer good and healthy for me. We're in the middle of a mental health month, awareness month. And I'm so glad, women of God, I heard y'all had a wonderful time yesterday. And I want you to know that we're no longer going to be super spiritual to think that mental health is just the devil in your mind. That pressure and, and, and anxiety is real. Depression is real. And while God can help us, we also can help ourselves. But one way that's going to give you 50% of your freedom is doing assessment of your attachment and your connections. I'm telling you, if you, if you, if you adhere to what I'm saying today, it's going to be 50% of your freedom. Some of us may need to do some unconnecting. That you're forever attached to me. We got the same name. We might have a child in common. It doesn't matter. That we're forever attached. It doesn't mean I have to be connected. That's freedom for somebody in this room. I love you. But being connected to you is costing me too much. So I wish you well. I love you. Doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't value you. But it is abundantly clear that we are not on one accord. These are words to live by. And God said, you have permission to be selfish. This is your destiny. This is your future. This is your calling you have to fulfill. And God will send bakers and butlers to get you to the palace. But Joseph first had to be separated from his envious brothers. Family. In order to put him in position to get to the palace. Y'all, I know this is hard medicine. It's hard medicine. But God wants us to, us to get to the place where he can bless us. Tell somebody, tell them to connect. You are at your greatest strength when you're connected. The last thing I want to show you is a picture of a horse. It's called a Belgian draft horse. Looks like a Clydesdale a little bit. And a Belgian draft horse is so strong that the horse by himself can pull 8,000 pounds. Tell somebody, that's horsepower. 
The horse can pull 8,000 pounds by himself. When the horse is paired with another Belgian draft horse, their ability to pull goes from 8,000 to 17,000. See, it doubled plus some. But there was another level of coordination that said that when the two Belgian horses are walking in step with each other, their ability to goes from 8,000 alone to 7,000 together, not really coordinated, but when they get coordinated, their ability to pull goes up to 20,000. So it's not good enough just to be attached. We've got to be connected and in step with each other. And when we're connected and in step with each other, God comes and multiplies our ability. How many of you can stand for God to multiply your ability in this place? There we go. It's one thing for them to be attached, but when they are connected and in sync with each other, Tell somebody, tell them, get in sync with me. Come on, touch them, touch them, touch them, touch them. Tell them, get in sync with me. Yeah, go, get, do like that. Lock, 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 lock arms with somebody. Tell them, get in sync with me. That doesn't mean tell me all your business. That don't mean I got to hang out for tea and crumpets all the time. But can we just get together? Can we simply get together? And link up with each other. Because your strength and my strength, when we coordinate, we get on the same rhythm and we get on the same pace. We're not pulling and tugging against each other. We can do exponentially more. Everybody's standing. Tell somebody when I connect. Word of God said in Acts, when they were in one place, on one accord, talking the same, walking the same, believing the same. Like I said, they started out with five, 540, I believe. But only 120 remain. And we think that God responds to the abundance and the thickness of the gallery. God responded with the Holy Spirit when it was a fraction of what he started with. What am I saying? We are all we need. Come on, hold somebody's hand and tell them. We are all we need to get the job done. We are all we need. We are all we need. Now, it is incumbent upon you to commit all the way. I don't 
don't care how much little bit of oil you got in your aunt, but I need you when the time comes, when it's your time to be close to the water, I need you to give all your oil up. Because the whole colony depends on you doing your part. Tell somebody, I'm going to do my part. Don't matter how insignificant. The body needs you to do your part. No matter how minuscule, you may never stand on the stage. And, and, and many of you don't desire to be. And, and you know what? If God didn't call me, I wouldn't want to be up here myself. So don't, don't, don't glorify stuff up here. Out in the crowd, you, people don't put you on, under a microscope. Up here they do. You got to be built for this. But whatever God has called you to do, just like that cluster of ants, you may only have a milliliter of oil, a small infinitesimal amount. Don't despise the minuscule amount that you have. The Lord have need of what you have to offer the body. Well, God is not polished, and, and God it's not like sister such and such. And I can't pray like brother such and such, and I can't do this. I'm not as talented to do this. And I can, God said, I, and God said, I knew all that when I put it in you. But love becomes much in the hands of the Father. When that multitude was hungry, all they had the little boy had was two fish and five loaves, knowing it wasn't enough. But when he put it in the hands of Jesus, when you put your frail, your broken down, your tethered in pieces, parts of your life, and when you give it to the master, Watch what he does with what you give. God, I thank you. Watch what the master does. He's the multiplier. And can I tell you, he's going to make you a wonder with what you have left. Squeeze that neighbor hand. Tell all he needs is what's left. Come on, encourage him for a second. All he needs is what's left. You crying over what you lost. But God said, all I need is what's left. You crying over spilled milk. You crying over broken relationships. You crying over the ones that left you. God said, everybody that left couldn't stay, and everybody who stayed could not leave. Watch what I do with what's left. God, I... If everything was plush and laid out, you wouldn't give God the full credit. 
God said, I'm the God of when there is not enough. I am the God if you got a little meal and a little bit of oil. I am the God of the empty places. I am the God of residue left in the corner. Somebody lift your hand and say, God, I'm going to give you what's left. I don't know how many days I got left on this earth, but God, I'm going to give you what's left. I may be broke down, busted, and disgusted. I may look like what I've been through, but God, I am giving you what's left, the tattered pieces of my life and my existence. God, I am giving it to you. somebody worship him in this room. God said, I want you to connect with what you have. Stop wishing you were something else. Stop wishing that you had more. Stop making excuses for not engaging with me. God said, time to get all of the hurt and I need you to connect with me. no control over what happened but you do have control over what happens next cast fear to the side and connect the woman with the issue of blood says I might get stoned for this but I've got to connect with him if I could just touch his heel if I could just make a connection with him get killed for it. But if living like this is how I'm living, life ain't worth living. I've got to connect with him. Somebody reach out and say, God, I've got to connect with you. If it means connecting with my brother, if it means letting my pride down, if it means saying I'm sorry, if it means letting people go that I think, God, I've got to connect with you. And whatever it takes, got to connect with him. But how can we love a God that we have not seen? And don't love our brother and sister that we see every day. How can we connect with the God that we have not seen? When we don't connect with a brother or sister that God is in. Could it be your deeper connection with God is through the deeper connection with your brother and sister? Tell somebody, I'm going to connect. Not only with God, but with you. That person beside you could be the key to unlock your greatness. He only sends his breath to connected things. Do you hear me? God did not send his, his breath to those dry bones until they got connected. He sends his breath to connected things. 
Come on, let's hold hands and pray. God, we thank you. Lord, that your word has found us. Forgive us for thinking that we can do it all alone. We're not going to live by the mantra of as long as I've got King Jesus. I don't need nobody. It's God, we have need of you and our brother and our sister. And so today, God, we commit to connect. That our survival is connected. That we cluster together. That one grape cannot produce wine. That new wine is only produced through the cluster of the grapes. We thank you, God. That we climb over hurts. We climb over distrust. We climb over unforgiveness. We climb over fear. We climb over even regard for our own safety to connect with our brother and our sister. We thank you, Father. Lord, that you're going to respond with commanded blessings from from this day forward, God. You're going to respond with commanded blessings all because we decided to connect in unity. Lord, send your breath in this place. Send your breath in our home. Send your breath in our family. Send your breath on the job, God. As we connect with you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Can you hug about three people and tell somebody, I connect with you. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, Thank you again for joining us and remember to love God, love people and impact the world.